0: Coming to you live from the Arnold Cluck Smoking Lounge in sunny Jackson, Tennessee, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Barber. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends and partner in radio one Zachary Bartles and baby we are together in studio it's not al- the, it's not as always no as always yeah it's as of you know one other time we're in the Arnold Cluck smoking lounge dude, I uh, wish it was as always yeah I wish it was too baby we got a beautiful day today it's 70 and sunny the azaleas are in bloom dude I the the azaleas are heart-stoppingly like radiance oh my gosh yeah does it make us old men that we're that we're kind of low-key into gardening now and by I, into gardening, okay. I mean, I don't do anything to those azaleas except watch them bloom. Oh, I was being... Ironic. I didn't know. You were being ironic. I know you're really into the azaleas. I am. Actually, I really enjoy them. As well as the drainage in my neighborhood. Well, and probably the drainage <laughs> benefits the azaleas. I think it probably if does. Because of the water pooled around the roots. Exactly. And stuff. I don't know. That's good, baby. Good horticulture. Um, <laughs> baby, we did not get together to talk about horticulture, though. We have a whole slate. Regular culture. Yeah, regular culture. That's right. Christian culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Engaging the culture. Heretical Ooh, culture. Heretical culture. Exactly. Heretic culture hereticulture. It's like horticulture but worse. Um, baby, we got a whole slate of things to talk about um, including my son Maxim right out there sweeping the deck. Dude, you gave him that uh, you gave him that chore, so we can't really blame him for I being out right the the there. He's... Yeah. I can't blame him for the impeccable timing. It's okay though. It's okay. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He is doing what he's supposed to be doing. And baby, what we're supposed to be doing um, is radio because I really think you know all all other vocational kind of choices that we've made aside Radio is what we were put on this earth to do. And to do it about once a month or a little less. <laughs> or, or a little frequently. less frequently than that, but to do it really well each time. And, but really well, I mean, you can hear that some <laughs> sweeping <laughs> out there. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you can tell that we are in a a room, the Arnold Clark smoke room, being lined with cedar. Yeah, describe it, baby. It's literally radio, not nothing yeah. at all to absorb sound. Not one thing to absorb the so sound. So it's bouncing yeah. all over the place. It sounds like you and I are like taking a schvitz together. Mm-hmm. Or we're in, like, a, a squash court after the game. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Dude, those are two, like, upscale old man things that I hope we do get to do together. Dude, absolutely. Play a game of squash, and then take a schwitz to relax afterward. Dude, and and honestly, I feel like you're half a step away from having both of those things on site here. Dude, I know. the palatial club. Yeah, what, do think, what do you think of the odds that I could put a little Schwitz in here in the smoking room? With all the cedar we got in here... Uh, I think they're 10 out of 10 if you set your mind to it mm-hmm. remember when you and I were in Herod the Great's Schwitz? I do remember that that was incredible and Masada mm. Herod's Schwitz, man yeah. I remember it was all deadly quiet yeah. because we were in a place where some horrible stuff happened yeah 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 for some sure. real horrible stuff yeah and, and we were all everybody was kind of just taking it in and then as soon as we walked into that room and we said what's going on with the floor here yeah. And it was like, uh, this is the uh, the steam bath and the uh, this is... And, we, and you and I we just locked eyes and we smiled and went, Dude, it's a Schwitz, this is Aaron Schwitz and everybody was like, How you guys time and place. Yeah, wow. Too much, you guys. <laughs> now have you always been that guy in the group that would like take the joke too far? I don't know. It's hard to know when you're that guy, I think. That's true. If you yeah. know you wouldn't do it. If you know you wouldn't do it. Right, right. You only know after you've done it. Baby, I want to I want to tap into these bang energy drinks so we're gonna we're gonna hearken back to an old bit an old conceit um, that's been around since the creation of this program Zach Bartles and uh, the conceit is someone gives us an energy drink uh, these are courtesy of, uh, of a good friend of the program named Connor Shelton uh, uh, yeah I know him through Twitter yeah through the miracle of Twitter which is really a just a a wonderful platform to bring people together and create community and really quality dialogue, <laughs> but in this case, it worked. In that Connor is a fan of our program, um, he's also in the grocery industry, and he has access to some really high-end energy drinks. Um, and he supplied us with drinks. He's he's been our energy drink sponsor uh, for the duration of our, our of your stay here and the duration of our recording. So what we're looking at here, Zach, um, is Bang. This is an energy drink that I've had a few flavors of already. Um, there, there are some things I could go on and on about this, but I want you to, I want you to kind of give your your reaction to um, just the whole "bang" situation right off the bat. Well, I like that it's clear why it's called "bang," uh-huh. in that the "b" has little crosshairs in it and yeah. a bullet. I believe I'm looking at the front of a bullet, like that's I'm right. about to take a bullet through the brain. Yes, that's right. So, what you, is is that how you interpret that? I mean, you and I are both kind of literary scholars, so. Um, our, our whole lives are interpretation. What do you, what do you think the bullet and the crosshairs and the word bang, like really is representing there? If anyone, you know, I don't want to say one interpretation is right and others are wrong. Mm -hmm. When I look at it, what I see Mm -hmm. is kind of firearms related. Yeah. Or a penis. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can never go wrong saying that it's a phallus. Um... (laughs) Uh, so, baby, this is Bang. It, it bills itself as potent brain and body fuel, and I'll tell you, one of the one of the first things that attracted me to Bang was the fact that um, you know, for me as a as a kind of weekend athlete slash you know someone who still um, gets into the gym from time to time, there are amino acids in here. Uh, there's mm. creatine, super creatine, even like not even normal creatine. I'm so over normal creatine. Me too. I want some bull strength. Super creatine. <laughs> and, uh... Baby, to me, this is as close as you can get to our, our fictional product, Bull Strength. Without actually... veteran bull. <laughs> veterinary grade bull semen. Um, anything else stand out to you here about the packaging? Uh, before we get into some copy. No, I, I like that it's not, like, flamboyant, crazy, like... Yeah. I feel like there's something about this that's saying, I'm marketed to, like, grown-up men... Adult dirtbags. Not, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, not to like, you know, not some wispy mustached yeah. teenage dirt bags. Yeah, um, I agree, baby. So let's let's hop into some copy here. I'm on the uh, I'm on the kind of the back of the can. If you want to follow along, uh, make no mistake. Bang is not your stereotypical high sugar life sucking soda masquerading as an energy drink! Exclamation. I was about to make that mistake. Were you like? The the, the the copy, in a sense, is a hedge against making that mistake. <laughs> well, hey. How close were you make, to making make that make mistake? no mistake. Yeah, that's right. High sugar drinks spike blood sugar, producing metabolic mayhem, causing you to crash harder than a test dummy into a brick wall. Oh, dude, someone's a wordsmith. Yeah, I know it, man. A real Bill Shakespeare, whoever put this <laughs> together. <laughs> Power up with bangs, potent brain, and body-rocking fuel. And they're, then they're gonna list what's in the fuel: creatine, caffeine, CoQ10. I don't know what that is. And BCAAs, branch chain amino acids. Life is an extreme <laughs> sport, and Bang is the extreme energy source to live life extreme. And extreme, by the way, is capital X. Yeah. Lowercase T R E M E. In other words, it's 90 90s- style extreme. Not extreme like it's on a uh, uh, high sugar. Right. Soda masquerading as a energy. The, the, the very self same soda that you would make the mistake of in the, in <laughs> the earlier no mis- paragraph. Hey, yeah, yeah. Make no mistake, dude. Right, we're make here. Zero mistakes to make sure you're making no mistake. Now, ten, I got to tell you, I need this. I yeah. literally because of the amount of food and the nature of the food we ingested this morning. Dude, me too. I need this right now. I sort of like spaced while you were reading that. No, I know. I, I forgot where I was. I know it. I know it. Let's pop these open. Baby, are you tired from the stroll we took around the grounds, the morning constitutional? <laughs> the, the, the ground stroll was wonderful, but like all the bacon yeah. and all the fat, it's all just sort of seeping into my... Baby, describe the place where we had breakfast for the listeners. Dude, the place we had breakfast was essentially like an old school butcher shop. A working butcher combined shop. Combined with an awesome truck stop. Uh-huh. And it was full of, like, it was like the one table just packed with old men. Yeah. What I liked about it yeah. was that some of them were in, like, trucker caps and, like, car hearts. And some yeah. of them were in, like, like golf like, uh, shirts. shirts and yeah. khakis. Yeah, that's right. It All was of a real, them were white. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Make no mistake about it. But I ate my weight in, like, bacon and sausage and, and scrambled eggs. Yeah, it was incredible. The place is called Latham's. Uh, it's kind of a local institution here in the Jackson area. Um, and it is it's a working butcher shop where you can get a plate of food and eat it amongst grizzled old men the kind that we endeavor to be one day um, baby talk me through the nose on, did, on this drink did you mention the flavor the specific flavor I did not flavor? mention yeah this is black cherry vanilla okay bang mm-hmm. and it smells amazing it actually does smell amazing I keep amazing. spitting while I talk today it's I don't a know guess. why mm. let's have a sip do you want it yes mm. tastes like Kool-Aid it just like a really good, a good, a really cold. good mixture. Like, like when the when the the woman who's mixing the Kool Aid at youth group like gets the, like she gets the proportions right. It's not too syrupy, not too thin. What makes it perfect and and so Kool Aid like mm-hmm. and really you know amps up the nostalgia for me is that it's it's a metal a cold cold metal can yeah. And my, one of my babysitters growing up, mm-hmm. I'd go to her house every day after school for a couple mm-hmm. of years. She would make Kool-Aid in a metal pitcher mm-hmm. and then pour it into metal cups. Oh, And wow. the cup would get cold and it was exactly like this. Wow. Dude, and I'm nice. young again. Yes, you're young again. <laughs> Which is exactly what Bang wants to deliver. They want you to feel like you're um, like 11. Make <laughs> no mistake, this isn't basically Kool-Aid. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> it's got super creatine. Dude, you know what it doesn't have in it though. I'm just looking at the ingredient list. It it really suffers from a lack of nicotinamide, <laughs> unlike that uh, that that Thai energy drink we enjoyed a few episodes ago. What's wrong, baby? You you distraught? I'm... <laughs> what can I help you find? Nothing. <laughs> I'm alright. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. There it is. Oh, drop you, some. Your cigar band. Yeah. Dude, this, this pairs really well mm-hmm. with the. Uh, how do you think you pronounce that? That's like it's a little. It's French. C'est la vie. Oh, f- yeah. Oh, all right. the The font is so. Uh, it's so kind of yeah. jagged. Mm-hmm. C'est la vie. Mm-hmm. The C'est la vie cigar. Yeah. Nice. That's uh, what, like, such as life, right? Yeah. Yeah, such is life. Such is dude. This is this is the life. This is the life. Babe. Smoking a nice cigar. Just once again, our body's sluggish with meat. Sluggish with meat and now with artificial chemicals <laughs> intended to sort of jar us out of our. Make no mistake. This is basically a performance drink, and we are mm-hmm. going to be doing a lot of hard. What, we are but, high performance athletes. If there's any weeding left to do when Tristan's done, I'm going to exactly. get out there and do it. Exactly, exactly, baby. We uh, they, they don't pay us to weed the. The, the flower beds around here, though. They pay us to do high-end radio. Mm. And uh, what are we talking about today? What do you want to we talk have about have so first? many things built up. We do. have many things. Um, first of all, I'm going to get this thing posted mm-hmm. while it's still April. Okay. Because... Yeah, hasn't there been some pushback from the fan base? And it, it wasn't so much pushback as it was like... Sarcasm. And you know, I usually like sarcasm, but I don't like it when it's directed at me. And I'm the the object of it. Make no mistake about it. Kind of like the band can. Make Make no no mistake. mistake. We like to dish out the sarcasm, but not take it. Well, we can't take it. Absolutely not. You know, we were talking yesterday about kind of knowing where your wheelhouse is. Yeah. And knowing, you know, like just doing your 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 thing, you know, yeah. and not... And our thing is dishing out. Yes, our thing is making fun, Other but not being made take, fun of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I want to stay in my lane. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I don't want to stray too far afield from the, the original kind of ethos of the program. We don't want any mission drift. That's right. <laughs> mission drift. We find I feel ourselves like taking sarcasm. That's a very leadership thing for you to say, baby. Well, I'm, I'm, are on, you, the, are I'm you, on the cusp of a TPR. Are you Are you doing a Total Persona reboot? Zach, would you explain the concept of it? can't believe I <laughs> the, the raking of the leaves And I can't believe he had, like, an hour in which he could have done that when we weren't <laughs> recording, but the, the very minute. Baby, we're, uh, we love you, man. Let's, uh, audience, wherever you are, let's clap it up for Maxim Cluck, yes, my son. Yes, Maxim. Doing some chores. Sweeping away some leaves. He's to, the best. To be fair, he said, I'm going to go shoot hoops, then uh, I'm going to do that. We had an hour to do radio Well, he was true. shooting hoops. That's so. true. You could look at it the other way. Yeah. So... Zach, one of the things that you and I have noticed over the last few years, and I think we've noticed this because it's a maybe a manifestation of like social media culture that we live in. But guys our age um, are kind of doing from time to time. They're doing total persona reboots, in which like are after TPR. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a TPR in which like they're one kind of guy for a super long time, meaning like their whole like life. Their whole life, <laughs> yeah. And then they become another kind of guy. So Zach, what are what are some of the like Markers of the total persona reboot to you. Well, we already talked about like the uh, the schlub to hipster TPR, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. the last time we sat in this room together. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I think that that's one of the more common ones. Yeah. But what you need to see is whatever it is, a mm-hmm. new wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, a new voice. hmm With new interests. hmm And kind of a new passion for mm-hmm. for that. Whatever the the persona is. Newfound delusions of grandeur. Oh, that's maybe key. That's huge. That's key. Because I don't know about you, baby, but I don't have delusions of grandeur anymore. That's my favorite kinds of delusions, but I I also am. Yeah, I miss it. Sadly, without them. So, do you think you and I are, like, kind of right on the cusp of a total persona reboot? No, I will never reboot. I've been the same, and and I mean, dude, I wore the braided belt up until, like, 2001. I'm I'm always a laggard. I'm always behind. I'm never going to be, like, the guy who's like, oh... Time to—I don't even like it when my wife's like, "Let's move the couch over to that wall." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, no, no, no—the couch goes on this wall." Like, I—I'll I, never do it. But—but but I have respect for guys who, now. Well, yeah, respect is too strong of a I word. I don't have respect. I have like—I find it fascinating. It's—it's oh. it's an object of fascination. And derision. When a when a middle aged guy in derision. <laughs> so yeah, so in a sense you could say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but it could. You could take that as the opposite of respect. Like disrespect. Yeah, that's what right. I was looking for. <laughs> I really disrespect guys who, after 40 years, completely change their personas. Um, now, in a, in a hypothetical world, baby, if you had to do a total persona reboot and, and, and re leader shift your persona. Who would, uh, or what kind of persona would you take on? Well, let's talk options. Like, what are some that we've seen? All I mean, right. There, there are some broad categories out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, well, There's definitely the you, like. You could lean really hard into like middle-aged hipster. And I feel like it's slightly different, and this is one I saw so? specifically recently. Yeah. A buddy of mine comes by my office at the church mm-hmm. and he's like, look at this thing this person posted about me. And it was like some friend of his from high school who like uh-huh. said some nasty thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and this guy has got like the really squinty, like intentionally squinty eyes. Mm-hmm. Like like he practices squinting in the yeah. mirror. Yeah. And like a big beard. Uh-huh. And like lots of tattoos. Okay. And he goes, in high school he and I were absolutely like the GQ, like... Really? Like 80s, like... Yeah, like Jordan Ash. Yeah, like, like Zach Morris type guys. Yeah, they were like yeah. the Zach Morrises of the 80s and then all of a sudden this guy did a TPR mm. and now he's like, you know, not even hipster, like like the Lumberjacks Lumberjack. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a pretty common one, I feel like. It is a common one. Here's another one. Mar- running guy. Marathon mm. guy. Mm-hmm. Like you're just a normal kind of Middle, middle-sized middle build, maybe schlumpy guy, and you discover marathoning, and you become the, like, you know, veiny, ropey, like, skinny-necked, <laughs> like, 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 you know, you're wearing running gear all the time. You're wearing like shirts from your half marathons. You become that guy. I think that starts when someone puts one of those number stickers on their car. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. way it feels. They like the way it feels. Like, they like that everybody knows. Yeah, you're chasing that feeling for like twenty that feeling. miles. Like yeah. maybe somebody at work will ask me if I've lost weight. You know, like you know, they're you know, the next move is probably going on like some uh, online forums and discussing like nipple chafing. Yeah, discussing your nipple workouts. Tick. Right, right, exactly. So that's one. Um, bike, bike guy is similar. Bike guy is very similar. Yeah. And, and you know, I've, I've gotten really into biking a few yeah. times, but yeah. never have I thought of it as persona. This is who It's I always am. a hobby. And there's right. like a big, big difference. There is a difference. very big difference. It's not a fine line. It's a... Uh, like, do you remember on The Office when uh, Oscar uh-huh. showed up with his bike that was like a copy of like Lance Armstrong's bike? Yeah, yeah. And, and he says like seven cliches in a row. Like, uh-huh. I feel like a tourist in my own town. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. can't believe I get to, to, I can't wait to get out of bed in the morning. And, and yeah. everyone's like, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. enough. Like, I feel like being obnoxious is part of it, too. Being obnoxious is very much a part of it. Talking about it all the time, steering every conversation in, in that way. Yes that's a huge part of it. And is is pretending like the TPR didn't happen part of it.
1: Yes. Pretending
0: like like trying like, to find things in your past that you can This is organic. You. I've always I've always, always been, been this like guy. This. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. This is who I was meant to be. Um I got another one for you. Uh-huh. All right. So, I was at a Nashville Mega Church yesterday. Um I was visiting a Nashville Mega Church and I was On Easter. On Easter. Yeah. And I was seated in such a way that you, you know, it's it's always with these with these mega churches now. It's almost always like kind of theater in the round, mm-hmm. so you could be sitting kind of on the side of the stage, and that's where I was. So I had a look. I had a good look at like the, I know I know he's it. Just kicking God bless him. He's himself. just kicking them now. Um, I had a good. Look, you're doing great, baby. You're doing great. I had a good look at like the the front row, and the front row was a rich guy about our age who was in like a linen like Jay Gatsby suit with okay. like a pastel colored tie. I didn't want to be that guy, but that guy's dad was okay. sitting next to him uh-huh. and the dad was like, he had this thick mane of like white hair, right? And it was kind of wavy, kind of long. He had like a, a button down shirt open, V-neck sweater over it, like pastel colored, really nice slacks, like probably $2,000 slacks and loafers with no shoes, like Italian loafers. This is like a guy who wants a boat. Yes, this is a guy who owns a boat, and I, I looked at this guy and I studied him. Although I don't know where you go in Nashville and on a boat, but I okay. studied him for probably forty-five minutes, which was the duration of the service. <laughs> and um, that was your sermon. That he, yeah, that, that was that was half of a sermon at my church. But uh, so I studied this guy and I thought I could be that guy. Hmm. Now, why didn't you want to be the Gatsby guy? Because he, he looked like a. Well, I was a D bag. It's all right. He looked like a D bag. He looked like a total a total. Unredeemable d bag. Did he have like the the vest as part of the suit, and then like yes, the chain did. from the pocket watch? Probably the wrong. chain from the pocket watch. See, I, I could I if I had a reason to, mm-hmm. like like if my books had taken off a whole bunch. See, that's the thing, yeah. And I had tons of money. Uh-huh. Like, I could see that having been something I went toward. Yeah, I could see that too for myself. That's that's what I would have done. But um, well, there's a lot of people who go into like the. Ice fishing type weird stuff, and, and yeah, you're and right. That's the super niche hobby. Yeah, yeah. The the niche hobby that to me I think is usually less about projecting the persona mm. and more more a legitimate example of when yeah. people just like they find their thing. Yes. For, yeah, and there's a difference yeah. I think between finding your thing and like intentionally projecting right. that you have found your thing. Yeah, making it a whole like lifestyle persona situation. Like the the persona reboot that's. That's, like, the best one uh-huh. would be, like, the pagan to Christian. Yeah, redeemed right? like yeah, you, believer. I, right. Ideally, it would be different and, and, like, be talking about different things, excited about different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But within that, there's the, uh, well, I was just, like, a regular Christian, but now I'm either on one side... Now I'm a super wildly reformed, strident Calvinist. Yeah. Or now I'm, well, you know, what about the eunuch you know like the the uh i'm I'm the pushing the envelope guy now speaking of is it time to talk about a new conference well hold on we didn't talk about what we would which persona we would pick i feel like we're so we went from being so sluggish and down Uh because of the bang i feel so like yeah like exactly um i feel like you can tell i've been binging the office i feel like michael scott on pretzel day Mm-hmm. Remember, he walked in, he was all amped up, and then a minute later he was sleeping. So, <laughs> if I fall asleep, just nudge me. I will. Um, I think if I were to Persona Reboot, you mm-hmm. see, anything would require some research, which is yeah. also a funny thing. Like to yeah. think about the person doing the behind the scenes legwork. Dude, they're online. They're online. They're in their office at night. They're online. They're like researching gear, they're, the they're, clothing. They've got like T minus this many days until yeah. it happens. Yeah. yeah. But. Assuming that I'm going to do the research and everything and I would yeah. have the, like, the patience for it. Yeah. I could see going, like, like, like Gatsby guy. Yeah? Like, like, yeah. because You know, I've, I've, as I've gotten into middle age, uh-huh. I've, I've occasionally looked at myself. I've mm-hmm. been like, when did you become the guy that, like, that's, that's walking around in cargo shorts and, uh, yeah, and a yeah, t-shirt? Yeah. Like, like, I always said to myself, I'm going to be the old man. Who's not wearing a sweatsuit. He's wearing a suit suit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not moving in that direction right no, now. No, right, right. Um, and so maybe, maybe like a, to notch it up would you be go. something level I would up do. the level yeah. up the wardrobe a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and honestly, I think part of the reason that I'm that I'm slipping there is that like mm. my neck has gotten fatter. Yeah, and my waist has gotten a little bigger. Sure. And I've told myself like, well, why have all these things taken out? I'm just going to lose weight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So maybe it would also be like. The guy who's uh, and, and this isn't a total persona reboot yeah. it's just a basic uh, like personal improvement but like yeah. the guy who exercises keto, keto diet guy yeah Yeah. no yeah. no No. I would never be like I would, n- I would never be that guy like, yeah. like uh, the the extreme things right I can't do I don't have the the extreme thing where you're like inconveniencing everyone else and you're telling them all about like what you're eating and yeah. they, they invite you over and you're like oh I can't eat that I can't eat that I can't eat that yeah don't become that guy Ted, I was like mildly and pleasantly surprised that you weren't in the middle of some weird like. You know what? I've given up on all that. Really? Yeah, and this is this is maybe not interesting to anyone except you and me. But like, who cares? I feel vestiges of old manness kicking in, in the sense that like, I still enjoy working out and stuff, but like, I can't gain and lose the weight like I used to. Um, I just am the size that I am, and I've stopped sort of worrying about it. You know, um, I'm just eating what I want. So your reboot has been, like, body positive guy. I think so, yeah. Posting pictures of myself naked online, you know, <laughs> waiting for people to compliment it's my healthy. physique. Yeah, it's healthy. <laughs> you know, really leaning into that. Um, I, I've got another one for you. I've got another uh, another TPR option. Dave Ramsey guy. Oh, like, caring about my finances guy. That's big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the Christian stamp of approval on being a materialist. yes. And yes. then leaning into that. That's it's, a fascinating one. I've seen a whole bunch of people do that. Dude, I feel like that uh, like, kind of peaked a few years ago, but I think maybe I only feel like that because that's when I get yeah. my toes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm not getting rich at all. I'm just yeah. being obnoxious. Right, right. I'm just stopped. I'm just spending a whole bunch of time on something that's not making me rich. Tied yeah. into that is like leadership guy. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Uh, uh, Chaz Marriott. Yeah. You know, like all of a sudden I'm about, you know, like, Living your best life, like not, yep. not not even in a theological sense, but yeah, like yeah. the the like uh, preacher meets uh, positivity Absolutely. Coach kind of thing. Absolutely, that that one's obnoxious. It is. It is. What about uh, you've got a lot of people who are like the the weird like um, undercurrent like anti-vax, like uh, the government's lying to us, oh, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, like like live free or die. That guy. What, um, what is the wardrobe that goes with that? Because that's an, an important That's a huge part, part of it, man. you got you got to get wardrobes for all these. Dude, the wardrobe with that? I mean, the wardrobe for the Ramsey one is khaki's blue blazer. That's right, yeah. It bad prep school tie. I'm affluent. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing yes. well. Look at me. I am doing well. <laughs> exactly. If you would take a moment to look at me, I'm you well would see do. that I yeah, am yeah. doing well. I have means. Uh, I have many envelopes full of cash. Uh, the live for your die guy, I think it's less of a... It's less of a, a wardrobe and more of a certain bumper sticker. Or like, there's a guy f- driving around my town. Yeah. With a full on, you know how there's like flags that you like put in the the power window. Yeah, yeah. But not that mm-hmm. full on like flagpole, like dowel Whoa. in the back of a truck. Okay. And the don't tread on me flag. Yeah. Full size, flapping around, flapping yeah. around. <laughs> that that guy that guy is bought in. Whatever that TPR. What do you think that guy thinks is? about in the evening? Like you and I in the evening, we watch Cheers. Mm-hmm. like last evening what's we he watching cheers yeah uh, I don't know uh, like Rambo gun, First Blood Part 2 gun videos on YouTube unboxings okay, okay yeah all the leaves have to be gone there, there's, there's yet more leaves <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's not fair is to tell the kid he has to do it and then sit here and bust his chops well he does it you're doing great buddy you, you are. You're doing so good. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like we're know, bad guys. I know. We are. We're, this is our persona shift. We're, we're, we're shifting into bad I fathers. You badger your yeah, son. Exactly. You while when, do. when he does the chore you made he does an exemplary job at the thing that I've asked him to do. No, oh, you're doing good. great, buddy. You're, doing Sam, you're so the good. best, man. Yeah, yeah, you're doing so good. Um, so what would yours be? What would mine be? Mine would be... Dude, honestly, and I would... I would screw this up so many different ways, and it would, it would be unsatisfying, and even, it would ratchet up the frustration in my life. Okay. But I would try to be Italian loafer, no socks, boat guy. Okay. I would try it, and I would fail a thousand times over, because Zach, here's the thing. I know nothing about the water. I know nothing about nautical things. I grew up in the middle of a cornfield. The water is the moon to me, but I would, I would try it. You know. Now how would you try it? Are there are there like large inland lakes around here? I don't know much about the topography. Yeah, there there are there's actually the the Tennessee River is quite nice. We drove over it last night, but Dude, it was dark. You should become riverboat guy, like with the paddle wheel and everything? Ooh, like, yeah, uh, like, like, Mark, a, like, Twain like Mark Twain Riverboat guy. Ooh. You should grow a big like walrus mustache. Yeah. Dad, you would look baller like that. I think Have I you would. ever considered that? No. I want you to show wife and ask her what she thinks. I will. Or better yet, maybe we'll do a little Photoshop work this afternoon there and just you go. workshop it. Just straight. try it. Just try it but out. I'm talking about the one that goes like so low your soup gets in it a little. Sure. Bit. Like thick. You can do that. Me, I feel like my hair. Has has to look at that upper lip. Oh yeah. You yeah. Can I can it. do it. I can do, do it. that. I feel like my hair has to be white for that though. You it's know what I mean? there. It's it's getting there. It's getting close. Dude, I think your hair is a great. Great uh, uh, level salt of greatest situation. Yeah, yeah. so does KK man. She likes it. Oh yeah, I bet she does. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's freaking distinguished. Baby, have you noticed? And this is just a little digression, but it's in the it's in the same wheelhouse. No, this is a TPR thing. This is a this is a marker. Make it fit. This is a marker that you're doing a TPR. Um, being a guy our age who colors his hair, <laughs> and I feel like there are a crap ton of them, dude. I feel like most of the guys our age color their hair. Well, Your okay. thoughts? I don't know if it's a TPR deal, because isn't that just hanging on to who you already were and not wanting the change to happen? Do you color your hair? No. No. Okay. Uh, can you see? Can you see? Yeah, you're getting a little gray, gray on, uh, the on the temples there. Yeah, yeah. I've been praying for that, because otherwise I look like I'm 14. Dude, here's a thing that I hate. And and this, this maybe segues us into talking about another conference. But, like, all these conference websites, right? And I only know about this because I look at all the conferences that Ronnie's going to because he talks about them all the time. Every conference, <laughs> it's like a. Did you know that Ronnie's speaking at the Ordinary Pastors Conference? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he's mentioned it a few times. Oh, okay. Um, Thought I maybe had a breaking news there for you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Here, here's, here's what these conference websites always look like. So it's always the sort of like Squarespace kind of motif with the three circles, right? Like the three big circles featuring the photographs of the three main stagers. Mm-hmm. And it's always like a 55 year old. White pastor of a megachurch, who's dressed in the following way: he's wearing skinnies, like two hundred dollars sneakers, and a in a like a camo jacket. So from the neck down, he's dressed like he's you Ronnie know, Martin, th- yeah, Ronnie Martin, or twenty six, <laughs> <Okay>. right? <laughs> and from the neck up, he's an old guy. So Ronnie Martin. <laughs> so 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 this this begs the question: what? Well, why doesn't anybody dress their age anymore? Why doesn't anybody dress like a grown-up? Yeah, I th- I don't know. I feel like it's related to, and I and I am part of the problem. I am true. A Gen X situation where I'm on the spectrum. For we sure. have forgot we've refused in many ways to put childish things behind us. Right. Like I I I showed my kid GI Joe cartoons, and I was disappointed yeah. when he didn't like them because yeah. I wanted to watch them again. Yes, that's right. And my dad didn't do that, you know? No, like, mine didn't either. Yeah. You like, hey, me like, I mean like right. You're building the Pac-Man thing in your basement. I'm okay. still it's darn It's built, man. It's built. I'm still playing football like we're we're still clinging to childish things. And and it's part of us. that just like uh, well I have to be like uh, the way that I really 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 wanted those Z cavarici pants in 1990 yeah. and finally got some right right right. Uh, is that still like just like we've changed what the Z Cavs are and I guess I feel like it makes me special. You know what I mean? Uh, To be still doing this in middle age. But maybe for the megachurch pastor, you know, wearing the like Forever 21 outfit that he got from the mall, you know, maybe. maybe. Here's the thing, Ted. You're not Forever 21. That's a lie from the enemy. (laughs) Which is a line from our book, Younger Wrestle Server Oh, that's right, dude. I love it. I love it so much. It was in uh, an appendix, which was forms to fill out. Proverbs thirty one wives to fill out for different things Dude, like permission so to leave the house and stuff. <laughs> that book is so funny. Do those do those still sell, baby? We should promo some stuff. Let's, Let's promo. promo some some products that we have available. <laughs> Just so that you can picture what's going on here. There's we both have cigars. We both have energy drinks. We've got like a, a <laughs> mid range uh recorder propped up, electrical taped to a. Uh, uh a the kind stand. of mic stand you'd find at most churches. Yeah. And and then there's a big plate of cocaine. Yes, that's right. we that we both fallen just... face first into. <laughs> <laughs> Promos. Younger wrestlers are a reformer. Yeah. Good book. I'm gonna do a reading. Yeah. Okay, baby. I'll be right back. Okay. Dude, how old is this book? Really old. A decade? Wow. Yeah, 2010. Baby, we've been around a long time. The company's been around a long time. This is our this is our centennial, not centennial. It's hundred. <laughs> right this right is right. our. We've been We're celebrating hundred years of Gut Check Press. A <laughs> hundred years. Yeah. What is ten years decennial? Decennial. It's not a thing. It's yeah. no word. Yeah. Um, here we go. Y R R edit. Baby, hasn't it been exciting? To see this company grow and change over the last decade. I feel like the company has had three or four TPRs. I feel like it has. For a while, we were like, you know, we were in the, the garment industry, you know, via our, our partnership with Mission Wear. We kind of did have one reboot, in that at, at the very beginning, mm-hmm. it was um, <laughs> men, books for men. Yes, that's right. Masculine. I remember that, that was a thing. And then it was like immediately like no just funny, that's that's the new thing, dude. I wanna I wanna ask you a question. I wanna lean into something. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up on my laptop while you're pulling up your thing, and this is all part of the show, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, so. Yeah. I, I wanna I wanna lean into why your wife was offended by that Lady Bird essay that I wrote. She wasn't offended. She was just like confused that you didn't like it when you like other movies of the same in the same wheelhouse. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And probably it just had to do with what mood you were in when Uh-oh. it was on, which is like ninety percent of what you think of any movie. Anybody? Yeah. Else. Okay, hold on. I'm going to read all of these. Am I going to read them quick? And I want you to laugh. This is this <laughs> stuff is like seventy five percent you, if not more. Okay. I remember you banging these. You were banging these out. Now, what are you? What are you? Uh, what are you reading from? So here? this is from younger, restlesser, reformeder, a good natured roast. Okay. Uh, upon the cover of which is. A picture of John Calvin in his academic robes, uh-huh. over which he's wearing a t-shirt uh-huh. that says, Kevin DeYoung is my homeboy. <laughs> nice. Which didn't cause any interpersonal conflicts no, for it you didn't, in your it life it didn't at cause all. any, like, really <laughs> uncomfortable conversations for me at all. <laughs> so here are some forms for Proverbs 31 wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's form YRRP31A. So you're a Proverbs 31 wife, and you feel like you need to leave the house. <laughs> Okay, simply fill out and submit the following short form, and your husband will be with you in four to six weeks when he gets back from Next T4G and the Desiring God conference. Nice. Also, he perform- dude that joke oddly enough holds up yeah. a decade later, dude. except for Next is gone. I think. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I feel like for consistency, uh-huh. the the kind of what was younger wrestlers are reformed or. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they just call it Young Restless Reformed in mm-hmm. most circles, mm-hmm. was a good place to be because mm-hmm. like, change is very slow. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, he'd prefer that you tidy up the house a bit and make sure the kids are in bed before he gets home. Uh-huh. Are you leaving the house for church? Yes or no? <laughs> if yes, submit and have a nice trip. And make sure you wipe the snot off the kids' faces before you put them in the toddler room. Seriously, that's gross. <laughs> Are you leaving the house for the Wednesday a.m. mom's Bible study? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? If yes, submit and have a nice trip. But if you come back crying or offended, the answer will be no next time. (laughs) Are you leaving the house for food or other provisions for your husband? Yes or no? If yes, submit and have a nice trip. A couple of frozen pizzas would be nice. The kind with the crust that rises, not the cheap stuff. (laughs) Are you leaving to have coffee with that lippy, opinionated girl from church, the one you know I'm not crazy about you hanging out with? (laughs) If yes, no need to submit the form. Just don't go because I can already tell you the answer is going to be no. If no, go ahead, but make sure you grab a coupon first. It's like highway robbery what you pay for those coffees. But enjoy yourself. Seriously, (laughs) I mean that. Do you feel you need something from the mall? Uh Yes or no? Because I've seen your closet, and I can tell you right now, you don't need anything from the mall. Which looks like a uniform depot for whores and strippers. (laughs) I mean, really, what's so expletive great about leaving the house anyway? And then there's lines to fill it in, (laughs) and space provided. (laughs) Explain what's so great about leaving the house. (laughs) Don't you feel like just staying home and cleaning up and doing laundry? Yes or no? Have you looked at the pile of laundry at the foot of the bed lately? Uh Yes or no? Thank you for your submission pun intended. Your <laughs> husband will reply in four to six weeks. Dude, a little complimentary and humor there. Now, question. Do those jokes still work in 2019? Or are we the worst for having made them? Both! Yeah, because it, th- those jokes were a commentary of you know, we were really like lampooning a, a certain type of reformed husband. Yeah, who's who still is out there. Who still is very much out there and very much is a thing. You know, kind of taking advantage of his wife's good nature. This individual. is the one I was thinking of. Dude, can you set this on top of your laptop? Yeah. And, and, and do a reading. I think this one is 100% from the mind of Ted Clark. Okay, let's, let's have a look at it. We situate my cigar here. This is good radio. Uh, this is called Proverbs 31 Wives What to Wear, Form YRRP31B. We know it's tough to decide what to wear, especially for a Proverbs 31 woman. Here's the thing. Standing there slack-jawed in front of your closet for more than a few minutes makes you a bad steward of your time. So just fill out this handy form and voila, your husband will let you know what to wear. <laughs> Number one. Why not just wear the long denim jumper you usually wear with the apple and the blackboard applique on the front of it? And then several lines ostensibly to, to hash out so why not? not. Yeah, It's like an essay question. <laughs> Number two. Jeans to church? Really? Why or in? (laughs) 3. Is the makeup really necessary? Why or in? And then there's a parenthetical. Situations where the makeup is really necessary. You're on a talk show promoting the new book you just released with Crossway. You're acting in a Kurt Cameron motion picture. (laughs) It's Halloween, which we don't celebrate anyway. (laughs) This next one. Don't you think that shirt shows too much of your boobs? Why or in? You know the one I'm talking about. The pink, cotton, scoop-necked little number you got from Forever 21. But here's the thing. People aren't Forever 21. That's a lie from the enemy. (laughs) Next. Is the Jesus Fish tattoo you got on the small of your back during that Mexico missions trip in college visible? Why or in? If why, that was the dumbest decision you ever made, besides briefly dating that linebacker during your senior year. I was that linebacker. Next. Don't you think a turtleneck would be more appropriate? And there's only the why option. <laughs> Thank you for your submission. Pun intended. Your husband will reply in four to six weeks. Oh, that's such funny stuff. Oh, man. Is that, like, ethos still, like, really permeating reformed culture? cuz by yes. by God's grace like I'm in a really like good moderate reformed church now where people really aren't like that but I mean my um, my church, they're not like that yeah. either but I, on Twitter, from what you know of like the Twitter sphere and the conference circuit and all that all I really see at this point is people like reacting against quote unquote modesty culture in a way that they're like hey look I can yeah. you know flaunt everything and right. so I I assume it's still there mm-hmm. or people are pretending it's still there because they like having that thing to react against sure sure Baby, what a fun book! And that's still available, is it not? Is it still available in that mom and pop that we had the, you know, the little contract, the handshake yeah, agreement? They still keep with? a handful of them stocked on the shelf. You can nice. get it as an ebook. There you go. Remember ebooks? Yeah. I'm talking through burps now. Yeah, that's fine. It's the bang. It's the cre- It's the super creatine. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to get out. I'm that's like, right. no, you're not. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Oh man. Okay, so you've got a conference uh, website queued I up do. on your yeah. laptop. So this this could be a part of someone's. Total persona shift, I guess, but in a really sad way, <laughs> meaning that their whole their whole lifestyle would change. Um, somebody somebody put this in front of me. Um, it might have been somebody from my other website, but uh, it's a brand new conference, Zach. It takes place in Denver, and I think you and I would not be welcome here. And I, I'm wondering, like, a, as I read some of the copy, I want you to think through, like, what it would look like for you and I to be there, and if we could pull it off. Um, <laughs> we could probably pull it off in a certain way that neither of us would be comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We couldn't make that work at Strange Matter Coffee. Oh, we couldn't. They saw right through us. Um, let me. Can I just lay some of this on you? Yes. And, and yes, get your let's Here's some it? copy, man. Yeah. So this is called the Evolving Faith Conference. Oh, I hate it already. I hate it so much already. Yes, of course you do, and and uh, as do I. And so the logo for Evolving Faith is like a little. Um, replicated stained glass window. I want you to look over here. Like the kind of stained glass window you would see in a, in a theologically dead mainline church. Um, with the likes of which are probably... Are you like a, uh, not a fan of stained glass windows in general? No, I'm a huge fan. Okay. I just hate that they're in like, churches by and large where heresy is being preached in 2019. But uh, but no, I'm a huge. My fan. church has stained glass windows. It's I know it's beautiful. But no. yeah, you're right. Like the best ones. Yeah, by and large. And the right. best architecture are mm-hmm. almost all belong to. And then when like for a while, like Driscoll's Church was like setting up franchises. Yeah. They'd buy like these amazing like old church buildings. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. And then they would gut them and like yeah. put in the stage and the yeah. chairs and the like, light no, show. That's yeah. even worse. It is. It is. All right. So let me let me tell you about evolving faith. Um, are you curious, Zach? Who this is for? I am. Yeah. Who? Who is it for us? No. It's. It's. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it isn't. Make no mistake. Again, like the bank end. Make no mistake. This is not for us. This is a gathering, Zach, for wanderers. Wanderers. <laughs> ah! See what they did there? What they did was they they essentially had the same word, but they changed one letter, um, making it into a different word. So it's for wanderers. Uh huh. Wanderers. And people whose death will be somewhere as yet undetermined. That's right. <laughs> what was that guy's name? That guy's not on the lineup. Peter... Pete Rollins. Pete Rollins. Yeah. Okay, he's not on the right lineup. So it's a yeah, Wanderers... Yeah, he's not on the one- Wanderers. Wanderers, Wanderers, and Spiritual Refugees. Ooh. To help you discover... Dot, dot, dot. A little suspense build. You are not alone. Oh, yeah. Because you yeah. thought that... You thought oh, that... Yeah, other than the thousands of other strident obnoxious people, like if you take all of them away, it's just it true. would be easy to feel like it's just you alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's there's actually more copy. Um that's all they need. I mean, they had me at wanderers wanderers. Now, there's kind of a little I'm a, I'm in academia here, so I like rubrics. There's a little rubric that you can you can kind of walk yourself through and see if Evolving Faith is for you. Ooh. So, I want you to That reminds me a bit of what's your RQ in younger wrestlers Exactly. I I'm going to actually walk you through these eight, these eight markers and then we're going to see how much the Evolving Faith conference fits Zachary Barnes. Right. Are you ready for these? Hit me. Okay, first, you are sorting through your faith trying to figure out what you believe now. Uh, uh, no. No, okay. So, hard no on that one. 0 for 1. Next. Now, I, I don't know how literal or figurative they're being here, so maybe you can help me. You are in the wilderness, <laughs> un- unable to find your way forward spiritually. <laughs> now, what if you're in the actual wilderness, unable to find your way forward in a, in a literal sense? Then I, if, I, if, let me tell you, you probably don't have Wi Fi. You probably move point. Yeah. If I was in the actual wilderness and I couldn't find my way forward. Hey, buddy, thank you so much. You did an amazing job. Seriously. You can go... He- hats off to you, man. Tip of the cap to Maxim clock. Maxim. My son. Phenomenal job. Um, so you're in the wilderness. If I was in the actual wilderness, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find my way forward, mm-hmm. and someone offered to take me to this conference, the Evolving <laughs> Faith Conference... I I would would you would opt this. for the wilderness, yeah. No, I'd say yes. You'd say yes. I yeah. just wouldn't go into the con. I'd go in, yeah. and then when they drop me off, and wait for them to drive away, and then I would just like you would go for sort of, the, of my house. the warmth and shelter aspect of, <laughs> yeah. of being in the conference, and then there would probably be a nice like vegan option lunch yeah. there that I wouldn't want. You, you could know. have a veggie wrap, even if I hadn't eaten in a long time. I'd probably pass, pass on, on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But am I in the wilderness trying to like, unable to find your way forward spiritually? Uh, no. I think that was gonna be a hard one. That's no a no. Too. That's yeah. gonna be a no from me. How about you? No, I, I think also a no. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I say that in the least smug way possible, but I'm in a, I'm in a good place right now, so, so I, but but what's happening while I'm answering no is a picture of who this is for is starting to flesh itself out. Right, and it's not you. And it's right? obnoxious. Alright, okay. let's keep some keep... more. Next. Next next one. Your safe and tidy answers have been upended by life. <laughs> oh, have your safe and tidy answers been upended by life? Also, did you ever have safe and tidy answers? Because I, f- I feel like, again, rhetorically, this is making some assumptions that maybe weren't true. I think it's making an okay assumptions because I bet, like the fact that I hold to uh, the the catechism, yeah, which asks questions and then offers answers and then yeah. says, this is the scripture where we got the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably qualifies in their book as safe and tidy. Yeah, but in my book, they're quite like thought-provoking questions, and they're right. They're, they're quite. Like, they make you wrestle with. They're hard quite robust. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to go with no. Okay. It's gonna are be you also different. a no, am Yeah, Zach. I'm also going to be a no on that one, dude. So you and I have landed on the same side of the fence three times in a row, yeah. Three out of three. I don't know that either of us are wandering in the wilderness at this point. Rather, we're, we're smoking in a really nice room. Now, I do have a bumper sticker on my Prius that says, "All who wander are not lost." Does that does that, that count? For that any? actually would qualify you to go to Evolving <laughs> Faith. That would make it for you. But I'll get to that. That's that's later on. Baby, before I do, I want to take a I want to take a brief pause. See also the mountain of cocaine, <laughs> because I was looking over your right shoulder and seeing. The the beautiful framed oh, picture yes. that one Megan Tennant Megan Tennant resident artist of the Gut Check podcast artist in residence um, did a wonderful uh, drawing painting of you and I in the back of a limo um, from the movie Made so it's replicating the cover of the movie Made starring John Favreau and Vince Vaughn um, and the the guys in this picture are doing exactly what we're doing now they're enjoying some energy drinks and some cigars laughing together laughing together sitting in a limo yeah wandering in the wilderness unable to find their way forward. <laughs> Although in this case the wilderness is a limo and, and the, ostensibly the guy driving is Jimmy the way. driver. Jimmy the driver. He's found his way. way no problem. Yeah, he he knows where he's going. What's funny about that picture is that I, uh-huh. I brought that to you yesterday. Yeah. Um, because about a year ago, uh, I got two of them in the mail from yeah. Megan Tenet. One one signed for my smoke room. One signed for yours. Yeah. But then you like saw Megan Tenet at, at uh, the Happy Rent live mm-hmm. event like a couple months ago, and she could have just handed it to you. Yeah. She assumed that uh, I'd get it to you quicker, I think. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. But, hey, I, I brought it to you framed. You know what? You brought it framed. It looks beautiful. We've hung it in the Arnold Clark Smoking Lounge. So I like that both of our smoke rooms have that picture. the same thing. Yeah, I love that. I that love that. A great. little continuity for the company. That's why we survived for 10 years and thrived as a company. Zach, think of the number of companies that have come and gone in 10 years, and we're still here. You know? Let me ask you, think about... After all that adversity that we faced and all the wandering in the wilderness, we're still here after a decade. But, we, but we're still having a hard time finding our way forward. Kind of. Actually, no. We know exactly what we're doing as a company. Yeah, like... It, and we're really excited We're going about to Sizzler. It. We're going to Sizzler for dinner. And by that, I mean a really great Indian restaurant here in the Jackson area. Uh, okay, are you ready for the next one? Let's hear it. Oh, man. You feel... <laughs> you feel like you don't belong in your church or tradition anymore. Nah. Ooh. Nope. Yeah, that's a no for me as well. Um, ready for the next one? I'm starting to think that this might not be for us. I'm starting to think that too. Maybe I should. <laughs> I wonder if I could get a refund for my conference tickets. Um, this is a this is a great one, and by great, I mean completely extra biblical and wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's usually what I think when I hear great. <laughs> yeah. You want to better reimagine the role of scripture and theology. <laughs> Oh, so this, no. this presupposes that and, and you flesh this out, you're the seminarian. This presupposes that our relationship to scripture and theology is that it's rooted in our imagination, that it's there it's, it's there to be reimagined by us. That's the relationship oh that we have to it. And I can reimagine it in better ways that make me not feel like I'm not at home. Yes. So in other ways that don't that don't make me feel uncomfortable and like I need to uh, repent be, be in any way. Yeah, 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 or have any kind of heart change. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, be wonderful. So I'm guessing that's going to be a hard no as well. It's that's the hardest no of all. Yeah, yeah, it's the hardest no so far. I'm not ready to reimagine scripture. Are you? I mean, no. No, no, no not in any way. Next. Oh, this has a great 2003 word this in it. This whole thing is straight up... Yeah, also this whole thing McLaren. is like copied and pasted from the back of a Brian McLaren book circa 2003. No, this is actually copied and pasted off Mc... Brian McLaren's back. It's, yeah, tattooed exactly. it's tattooed on his back, every word of <laughs> this. Next. Oh, and I want you to pick out the word that I'm, that I'm loving about this. Okay. You are searching for answers at the intersection of faith and sexuality, justice, scripture, church... Intersection. Let me, let me, let me, yeah, intersection is the word, this is dude. Intersection was such a like early to mid two thousands thing. That, that's still hanging around hard though. Yeah, intersectional like everything, a, like, the, like the intersection of faith and culture. How like do those intersect? But this is like how many different things are intersecting at one point here? Well, there's a lot of them. Faith, uh huh. Sexuality. Sexuality. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, so so I'm reimagining. The scriptures based on imagine all thing these right things here. intersecting. This is like a traffic circle in a big city. Okay, this is like a Parisian traffic circle at this point. No, hold so, on. Let's 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 just with each one. Faith, yeah. I'm thinking of like a family and a church. That just comes okay. to my mind. All right. Mm-hmm. Add sexuality. How does that picture change? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to say. You know, I'm, I have I'm in not going to say it. I have right. it in my mind too. It's probably the same. Justice. Okay, so now, dude, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Word picture when you hear justice, because I, I have one. When I hear justice, or when I hear, like, social justice? No, just justice. justice. Just like a gavel, I guess. Like a robe. Dude, for me, the first thing that popped into my head, and it should have been Tombstone. It should have been Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday, walking down the middle of the street in Tombstone. uh uh-huh. What it actually was, was, like, um, Ponch and John from the, the motorcycle cop show Chips from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, control. but that's what I, yeah, that's what I thought of when I heard justice. I think they mean... Respectfully, not to put words in their mouth. I think they mean social justice. I do too, and I think they don't mean social justice in like a biblical prophet's way. No, but more in like a uh, getting uh, super pissed on Twitter way. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Which is the best kind, and that it does the most good. Okay, <laughs> next scripture. That's another intersection. The last one, right? That no, one? no, no. Oh, there's no. oh, oh, there's more. The last one is church. Church. So we have five scripture things. and faith. Justice, sexuality—that's sexuality. five things. That's a complicated intersection. I like it though. You could make like a like a five pointed star. Yeah, and have that be like upside down. Have that be like the logo for like it. a pentagram. Yeah, a logo, yeah, like a pentagram could <laughs> be like the logo for the conference. Five pointed star with a circle around it. Yeah, That'd be an incredible logo. The circle is there, you know, to show they all tie together. That's right. How nice. they how they cohere, dude. We can you can have that for free. Evolving dude, I feel like flowers. I'm wandering in a in a in a graphic design wilderness, reimagining. What their logo might look like. And I'm okay in that. Because, see, who are you to say that I'm not okay in that? You now, know what I'm saying? That's my journey that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Ironically, the part part of being that whole reimagining, freewheeling, uh, make-em-up situation is that the only time you're allowed to, to say what's not mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. is when you're defining yourself by that's right pointing at everybody... Because each of those questions was a pot shot. Yes, that's right. Wasn't it? Each yeah. of those questions yeah. was a pot shot at somebody. Yeah, that's right. Us. Yes. In most cases. Exactly. There's two more, and then I want to I want to posit a hypothetical for you. Oh, um, that was still a question. That was still a question. There's two more. Okay. Um, you are at a loss as to how to act justly and love mercy in this world. It's so the Micah mandate. Yeah. Now, that presumes that you know how to walk humbly with your God. That's right. You're already, you got that part's That part's not in there, though, but they, they're presupposing that that part is is unlocked. The part that you don't know how to do is the part that you spend all your time tweeting about. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to say... No. No. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I mean, I, granted, I would go to a conference that was about that. From a biblical standpoint. Yeah, sure. Because I feel as though I could get better at that. Yeah. Um... But yeah. I feel like I could get worse at it, too, and that's what you would get at this and conference. That, <laughs> and that going to this would make it worse. Yeah. Okay, last one. Dude, there's another great 2003 word salad thing in here. Awesome. I want you to pick the word out again. A little word, word game. You want to begin to reimagine, rebuild, and resurrect a faith mm-hmm. worth living. Well, reimagine, right? Reimagine, like, that's yes. right. 2003, we were reimagining everything. Um, now, Ted, you have a little bit of a tell when you want me to pick out the word that you're... Yeah, that you're I the, emphasize that you're really it. you really emphasize it. If we do this again, I, I need to really deal a <laughs> With the next heretical Conference of circa 2021, I need to really, like, <laughs> dial this back. So, Zach, my, my question, this is not the hypothetical, but I, I want to just ask, is Evolving Faith for you at this point? At this point, um, because it's close, but no, I'm not going to go. Because the orange register now button is right beneath that little rubric. <laughs> What's it going to cost? So apparently you work through the rubric and then you can register. So let me let me click register now. Do they make you click like a radio button for yes on each of those things before it'll let you register? No, or? but I wish they did. <laughs> um, I hit register now and it's very. slow. you actually have to prove that you are at the intersection of but, sexuality, yeah. and you have to prove that you're literally in the wilderness of of all these issues. <laughs> like your IP address shows that you're not like registering from the the wilderness. That's <laughs> Get further out into the wilderness and try again. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, there's a, there's quite a spectrum. You can get a. It looks like they're like a VIP option. Yeah, yet? you can get a thirty five dollar ticket, or you can get a hundred ninety nine dollar ticket. Wow. Now, what is the difference between the two? I don't know. That's fascinating. Um, look, they put they put the rubric on the buy a ticket page too, in case you <laughs> in forgot case the you thing just, that you just read. They don't want anyone there if it's not for them. Yeah, I'm clicking tickets now. So, Zach, hypothetically, let's say you and I purchase tickets to this conference. The $35 one. <laughs> <first. laughs> Although, having looked at the Gut Check uh, bank account this morning, we can afford whatever level we want. All right, we're not blowing it on this, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't see the $39 option. Maybe Gen- it's all snatched up. General admission is 199 and then student general admission is 159 So, if you're a college student and you want to go have your faith wrecked, um, it's forty dollars cheaper, so there's there's that. Um, oh, parking is thirty five, so it's one hundred ninety nine plus thirty five for parking. So <laughs> you're you're going to be out two hundred thirty four dollars to, to go to go listen to this conference. Um, wow. Now, Zach, let's say we bought tickets, which we aren't going to do, um, but let's say that we did. What... a uh, how, how long do you think we would make it at the conference before we were asked to leave? Because you know how you and I are Based on like how we have behaved in the past? Yeah, based on past behavior and similar situations. We had to like bounce ourselves from a few conferences and mm-hmm. out of the hallway. Mm-hmm. One really comes to mind, which was a, a library's writing conference that we spoke at, and we, we could not stop laughing. Dude. And, and we were getting stink eye from everybody. Dude, remind me of this. I don't remember. This was a place where we were called grizzled and fresh faced. Okay, remember that? Yeah. Was it a? Was this the old lady writing conference? No, no, no. This okay. was. Uh, it was just in Grand Rapids. It was like a one day thing. We just mm-hmm. popped in. Mm-hmm. We did a talk. Oh um, yeah. And we went. We went to that smoke shop afterward. Yes. Did... Yes. On twentieth. Yeah. 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 But uh, I think probably we wouldn't last a day. No. Yeah. I set the over under a day, and I'm taking the under. <laughs> I think by the afternoon we're out of there, um, because because someone has uh, has asked us to be out of there. Um, what are you looking at, baby? So just as you were writing about that, I, and I was thinking about kind kind of Christianity, which is another one of our old books, our first book. Yeah, good book. Uh, can I do one one paragraph read here? Of course, baby. This is how to choose a vehicle if you are emergent. Okay. And if you had answered yes to all those questions, yeah. You are our emergent. Let's see how much this, like, still translates in 2019, given that it was written about a decade ago. The first and foremost rule of thumb when choosing an emergent car is that it can't, under any circumstances, be domestic. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Brian McLaren tooling around in a Chevy Malibu or a Ford F-150 Super Cab? Me neither. Actually, I can't imagine McLaren driving anything. I think he just floats around from treetop to treetop, like the characters in the PBS Kids environmentally conscious program Big Big World. <laughs> Used Volvo wagons... Dude, you could tell our kids were young then, and we were <laughs> watching a lot of crappy PBS <laughs> they, they television. he had stoner uh, uh, yeah. sloth on it. Yeah! I kind of like that joke. Yeah. Used Volvo wagons work well here, as do Subaru Outbacks. Any sort of Volkswagen van... Extra points for buying a car that runs on a partially hydrogenated vegetable oil or your hatred for Dick Cheney. (laughs) Something to consider when when buying your used car. The value of the bumper stickers. Mm. Look for stuff like Coexist, Mm -hmm. the anachronistic Impeach Bush. Oh my gosh, this is quite old. It is. Or a music festival that you wish you had attended. (laughs) Where the bumper stickers exist, a good emergent car usually follows. Dude, I'm super proud of the artwork In this. Dude, show me one. I feel it's like some of my funniest stuff. Like, here's the gravestone for (laughs) a village with the shark jumping over the logo. (laughs) And the yin-yang at the top. Uh But my favorite, favorite one is right here. (laughs) E-Moses. It's Moses. (laughs) They would be reducing your carbon footprint. That's so funny. You should buy that book if you're listening to this and you don't have it. Yeah, what if that bounced back? That would be great. Because I mean, real real talk here for a minute. That ethos is bouncing back. So everything about this, um, this e- evolving what what is it called? I closed the evolving thing. faith conference. evolving faith conference is Emergent Village circa two thousand three. Yes, yes, just with a new lineup of, of speakers. Why you know? do you think it it fell apart? It, the people never went away. In fact, not that long after, like Emergent Village just collapsed in on itself. Yeah. And none of those people had a big scandal or anything that yeah. I know of. If they had, it wouldn't have mattered because, <laughs> right, right. You know. well, unless it was that like they, they drank coffee that wasn't you know fair yeah, trade or whatever. Yeah, they drank, like off the rack store bought coffee. But like, not that long after that, like Nadia Bolz-Weber became a thing. Uh-huh. She teamed up with all those Brian McLaren, you know, uh, analogs, yeah. and they started writing books and getting big advances. Yeah, and and they were still big. Like I don't yeah. know why it went away. You know, I have a theory. I think maybe it went away because in the in the overlapping timetables it didn't overlap like neatly enough with the LBGTQ movement mm. um because if if it had that gave it more gas. that would have been the energy to keep yeah. that thing powered there would have been no lag you know what i mean there would have been no valley which really like 2007 to maybe 2015 it was dormant so it was like dormant for about eight years but now it's back, right? Because all that stuff is really popping culturally, and that's become the new sort of plank in the platform. I feel like that whole time, all those people were just like out in the wilderness, trying to figure out yeah. exactly where they would die to move forward. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe the actual wilderness. I don't know. You know. Yeah. but they came. They, they when they were they got back and they yeah. were like all emaciated. They were all excited that they were like, all right, I look vegan now. Um, Dude question. Yeah. Practical question. Do you, get, do you get? Do you get? Do you get like kicked out of that tribe? If you do find your way forward. So let's say, let's say I'm one of these guys and I come to the meeting and I'm like, I I raise my hand rather sheepishly and, you know, they call on me and I'm like, you guys, I've I've got something to confess. (laughs) Now, keep in mind, it's not actual sin that I'm confessing, right? (laughs) That'd be fine. That would be be good. We would celebrate it. But rather I'm confessing, you know what? I gotta tell you, I I found my way forward here. You know, boom! I, I kind of I'm no longer wandering. I know where I'm going. I know what I want to do. <laughs> Dude, they would they would throw you out of the camp. They out would, on your ear. Yeah, you would be out on the street, out on your ear. Now, what's funny is that speaking of ten years ago, mm-hmm. brings me full circle back to a little book by a gentleman named Ted Cluck and another gentleman named Kevin DeYoung, yeah. in which I believe maybe right on the back cover, uh-huh. it said. It's very cool today to search for God. Mm. It is not cool to find him. Yeah. And that is still true in 2019. It is still true. And man, what a shame, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Baby, this is uh, this has been fun. It's been good to get back on the radio horse. Now we got a lot more of these to do. We do. All right, so don't. We're not putting them out every week, though. Baby, don't think for a minute that we're uh, that we're almost done doing radio today. Because I'm just getting started. Oh yeah. The bang, the nicotine, everything's kicking in. How how many of these C L V cigars do we have at our disposal here? We got a whole brick. We got all kinds of this. Um, I'm not going to be able to. By the last half, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Our voices will be shot. But uh, baby, this has been fun. Um, we got some, some book business to discuss in our next episode. We're going to talk about a new essay collection. Nice. It's coming out on the Gut Check label. Uh, it's called A Hard Thing on a Beautiful Day. Um, it's a collection of essays by me that I was very, um, this is no irony, 0% irony. I was very like thrilled that my, uh, my business partner of 10 years, Zachary Bartles, uh, wanted to put this essay collection out. So we're going to talk about that a bit. We're going to gas up some of our, our, our big Kickstarter supporters who, yes. who, uh, who came in at a high level to help make that book a reality. Um, the Kickstarter funded in like two hours, um, so it was incredible, man. These people, you people, you listeners are—you're uh, the reason we do this. So you're kind of—you're um, kind of like uh, puffing them up, but at the same time, you can't do that without puffing yourself up because it was by virtue right. of your yeah. your name alone yeah. that in a couple hours, hundreds of dollars came in, and then within a few like a week or two. I see how uncomfortable you are, so I yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. <laughs> keep it going. We had more than twice what we were even after. Yeah, uh, because, that's incredible, baby. Truly, because you're Ted. Clock. I'm and, touched. And man. you know what? I want to end. I want to end on on a on a, a yeah. slogan yeah. from ten years ago. Yeah, Ted wins. Oh, Ted wins. Ted yeah. wins. I love it. I love it. You know what? And and you win as the listener because we are here. We are happy. Um, we're fully caffeinated. We're doing lots of radio. And you're going to be the benefactors and we're going to be the benefactors because honestly it's you guys that allow us to clear roughly four figures every year (laughs) as a company. Just barely. (laughs) Hey, listen. A lot of companies have come and gone in the last decade, baby. Who's still around? We are. Cruciform Press. Wait, yeah, us. Is Cruciform Press still around? I don't know. Is is the Wild Goose Festival still around? No, done. (laughs) Done. Set them up, knock them down. (laughs) Alright, hey, are we going to see them again sometime, Ted? see who again? These people? We are going to see these people. When are we going to see them? Baby, we're going to see them next time.